it's calling the dogs with Chansey and Chi, and man, I've got got a real good blood blood pressure. Like everything's kind of calm. I'm sipping a little beverage here, and um, I'm just I'm just having a good time watching the world burn. <laughs> I thought you were about to tell me that you uh, got a little acid reflux. <laughs> no, uh, fortunately that's that we're good there. But my God, there's a lot of people in this world right now that do have acid reflux, and it's no it's nobody in the state of Georgia uh, that that pulls for the dogs. And man, um, this is it's crazy right now. Uh, had a great weekend. Obviously, we blanked Tech, which is exactly what we wanted. I didn't really care how many points we scored. I just didn't want them to score any points. That was really yeah, all exactly. I was all I was concerned about. And there was a couple of times they got on our side of the field, but man, that game was over by twelve forty-five. It was uh, it was there wasn't much to it, which I was excited about because of everything else that was happening in the world and that would continue to happen for like the next nine hours. I mean, it yeah. was crazy. And 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 like I always so we some people probably noticed that uh, our regular listeners, which we do have a few, we do have a few, right? Now we got we got we got we got some some very loyal listeners, but there are uh, very few times have we missed a week. And last week was Thanksgiving, lots of travel. Uh, so yeah, we apologize we did not have a preview for that beatdown on uh, last Saturday of the Nerds. Uh, but I, again, it, my preview of that game would have been the same as it has been since uh, Jeff Collins has been there. Almost forgot his name. He's so irrelevant. But he will never, ever, ever beat us. Ever. I don't care. Like the guy, I'll, I'll say it. You know, we're kind of superstitious. That's one thing I will say and feel very confident about it. So, uh, and obviously we did. He didn't. Uh, they didn't score a point. So uh, I, I'd say they didn't beat us this last weekend. Yeah, uh, very safe to say that they have not had a good year. Um, they've actually played a few close games and. Um, but it's pretty sad that if you could have told me that if you and I would be doing this like 10 years ago and we were talking about this game, we're like, wow, we, we, we tech is so irrelevant that we were just like, eh, we just, we, we've got all this family stuff. Like we're just not, <laughs> we breathe, yeah. we're not going to make this yeah. happen. Uh, yeah. But, but just to go through that game and not have any, the only bump in, uh, in my heart rate is when we were having an incredible play and our guys were just playing so well, which happened pretty regular, but just uh, a great performance, not looking ahead whatsoever. Um, and, and honestly, we were looking ahead, but we're so talented compared to them. They just aren't, they're just not good. Mm-hmm. And offensively, we, our guys had a heyday. Uh, Stetson, I thought had a really good day, 14 of 20, uh, 255 yards. The guy kind of hovers around that 250 yard, mm-hmm. that between 200, 250 plus yard mark, and uh, had some really great balls that he threw uh, this week. Uh, had plenty of time. It was one of his better passing games. I mean, from a pure, purely uh, uh, just just on the money standpoint. I mean, I mean, yeah, he was very accurate, but I mean, he was he was leading uh, guys where they needed to be led. He was making quick decisions. He was putting the ball. In positions to where the defense couldn't make a play on it, like I, I don't know, man. Uh, you know, it wasn't the flashiest of games, but it was a, it was a, it was one of his better games of the year. Well, you you um, look at you look at, and this is something that I kind of realized going through the game. Burton had that touchdown catch. I was telling you about Rosemi's great catch and that just a beautiful throw. I mean, hit him one hundred percent in stride. And to me, a lot of this is these guys haven't been playing. I mean, they have not had a ton of time to get the chemistry built up. In this game, we really needed to see some of that. 
we really needed yeah. to see them get some reps in, get some balls caught. Darnell had some good catches. Obviously, Bowers is continuing to show that he is not only the best tight end in the country, but by a significant margin. I mean, he is leaps and bounds ahead of everybody else. And the fact that he's not a finalist for the best tight end of the award uh, for the year is just the, – the award shouldn't even be given out. It's actually it's it's actually a joke, and um, I hate it to whoever thinks whoever's going to get that award and think they were the best tight end uh, this year <laughs> because they know they're not. And so, yeah. it, it, but really across the board from a passing perspective, I was I was very satisfied with how we threw the ball around. A lot of good screens, a lot of good uh, just mixing mixing it up. Um, I was I was pretty pleased. And then obviously, uh, Pickens got his first catch, and seeing him come back into the game receiving core across the board starting to show back up and uh whether pickens is a major factor going into this weekend uh i highly doubt it but just having him on the field you still have to count for him like he's still you you have to if he's on the field you got to look at him no matter uh no matter what's going on well so i know you had talked about uh i mean do you want to dive into georgia tech or did you want to kind of reel back sorry i kind of Push us in that direction. Did you want to reel back and talk about the surroundings, or you want to just go ahead and get the get the recap done, and we'll we'll jump into let's, it? Let's let's finish tech. It won't take long. Okay. Yeah. It's, <laughs> tech is tech is so relevant. We can just go ahead and, and breeze through it real quick. No, I, I I agree, man. Just having Pickens, and I think you you heard, uh, you know, the whole stadium. I mean, first of all, the stadium was all red, uh, red, red and black. I mean, let's uh, let's not, let's be real. The people now. The one thing that I have a problem with the dog fans that talk about that stadium, there's there should be no real association whatsoever and with that stadium. But I've heard I heard somebody refer to it as Sanford West, and no, 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 no. <laughs> We're not attaching the name Sanford to anything to do with that university. So y'all y'all can take that and and and. and Put it somewhere where we're not going to find it again. I see what but, I see what they're doing there. I see what they're doing, but you're right. Yeah, yeah. Let's. I mean, like you know, my my first thought was like you could maybe if you're going to associate with it, like call it the annex or something like that, like the <laughs> office. You know, it's just like we're going to the annex to kick kick Tech's butt, and then we'll be back to the classic city. Now, back to the Pickens thing, real quick. I, I thought what we did on Saturday was not only it didn't really mean anything in the game. You know, we put Pickens in. Yeah, he's a decoy. I'd, I'd say that was probably the value there. And the guy's not going to kick off rust in a game-time situation like that. I, I think a lot of people think, like, oh, like, that's whenever he's starting to, he's going to get some reps. Like, what did he have? Like, a handful of plays, maybe five plays. That's not when – That's I'm sorry, people, but him practicing is significantly better in terms of value to the team and him r- knocking off that rust, him practicing against – you know the number one defense in the country than than game time reps against uh, Georgia Tech. So I'm sorry guys, but it's not it's not even close. But I think what that does is sets up for Alabama to have to game plan for him, and that's that was probably more of the significance in my opinion of, of him being on the field on Saturday. No, I definitely agree. Um, and any and anything just for just for his morale too. I mean the guy has been working mm-hmm. his freaking tail off and deserves it, and has such, been such a pivotal part of our team for these last couple seasons and um i just i hate it that he hasn't been a part of this team uh the way that he would have wanted to be because man just think what we could have done with having him as well i mean i I, it's just just crazy to imagine what could have been 
but I'm excited for him, and I'm hoping he can make an impact on Saturday. Don't really expect it just because of what's what's going on and and him coming back from that injury. But uh, but but anyway, like you say, Bama's gotten to look at him. They've got to pay attention to him, and yeah. um, so offensively, we were able to able to run the ball. Uh, gave the ball to I feel like a thousand different guys. Uh, got to <laughs> got to tote the rock. Um, just. Just incredible stuff. I mean, our guys are going to be super fresh going into Saturday, uh, and so um, I'm. I was very proud. The thing is, too, is you can't really. This was a tune-up game. I mean, tech is yeah. tech is so irrelevant. This is like playing a UAB. This is like playing and well, when I, when you've when you've won, what was it, seventeen out of the last twenty? It's it's not much of a rivalry game, and and honestly, Georgia Tech program is such a joke. They really should be downgraded. They should be in the Sun Belt, is what they should be. Because this, I mean, the ACC is not exactly the ACC's at this point. I think the ACC might be worse than the Pac Pac twelve. Oh yeah, and I for sure it it's bad. I mean, you got the teams. I mean, you, we got Wake Forest and Pittsburgh playing each other this weekend in the ACC championship. First of all, Clemson is is not playing in the ACC championship for the first time since what like twenty twenty eleven maybe uh, maybe even before that. So. I'm just that whole conference is a joke. Georgia Tech is at the bottom of that conference. They really need to figure out a way to be somewhat relevant again. But you know what? At the same time, that's not my problem. So <laughs> I'm not concerned about them. It, if I was their head coach, I'd be a you know. But you know, Jeff Collins, golly, you can grab somebody off the street and be better than him. Well, we our our defense from a defensive perspective, our guys uh, played lights out. I mean, I our, we were hawking their quarterback down just the whole game. I mean, there was their offensive line looked like Lounge High School. I mean, it was just it was it was I felt <laughs> toward the end of the first half, I was like, God bless, we are just ripping these guys apart. And um mm-hmm. you, you just have to feel for these guys. They're like, I didn't I mean you technically did sign up for this because you knew we'd be playing us every year. But uh <laughs> but either way, um but fortunately in the biggest thing in my opinion, overall, we came out of there. Nobody got hurt. It was an easy day. We we got on the bus, short drive back home. It was basically an extended home game. I mean, extended day. We were done. Had the had the uh, the backups in going into the third quarter, and we never really looked back. And and so that was to to me that was the biggest win of the whole day. I don't even re- recall. Uh, was there much of an injury report after this game? Really just looking at guys that didn't play. I mean. That- well, yeah, Jamari, Jamari and Chris Smith were the two that, that set out. That game. I think they purpose. I mean, they they have nagging injuries. I think Jamari actually re-aggravated his at some yeah, point. Uh, but- Kirby was asked today about both of those guys and, and Jamari especially, and he said that uh, he had a good week leading up to the game. Something happened, and – uh, at the end of the week, and it just kind of set him back. So hopefully, he's he's going to look good this week going into the to the weekend, and we'll, we'll have him for the game. So not real sure, not real sure what we're gonna what we're gonna see there, but really do need those guys, especially Chris, when uh, as we're going to talk about in the in the SC championship game uh, coming against the best wide receiving core that we've we've faced so far. So we need yep. him. We need him for sure. And uh, we need well, we need him. But let me just say, I, I've been very impressed with how Dan Jackson is filled in back there, and we've we've made this. I mean, these past few games. I mean, since Tennessee, whenever 
Um, well, I think it was Brini got pulled, and and then obviously we had some injuries and all that. But I mean, and and everybody had the flu in that game. But we ended up playing Channing basically as an outside linebacker, as a rushing as a rushing linebacker. But he's a middle linebacker. Everybody knows that. And the dude has just exploded onto the scene. I would not be surprised to see him get more reps at a like even rate with Nolan at that outside linebacker position. To be honest, with you. he's just so but fast. That, yeah. He's incredible. I mean, and and I get where there was some hesitation in using him. We've talked about it in the past. I mean, I know his his weakness is, is pass coverage, but what he does in one runs stopping the run, but also rushing the quarterback on especially on delayed blitzes because the guy has closing speed. I mean, the Kobe is close, but I mean, the closing speed that Channing shows has shown has been incredible. And the guy, I mean, he, he doesn't stop. I mean, he pops. <laughs> and so I don't know, man. It's it's been incredible to watch him develop and become the player that he is this year. And I think, I mean, Kirby appreciates because he's hard on everybody, but Kirby appreciates that kind of guy more than the superstar that starts, you know, his his first game of his true freshman season. Yeah. I overall we just this was a good game for everybody to get some good reps in uh it, it was funny my mom was my mom said uh she's like kirby better drive them by mercedes benz and tell them they better get ready <laughs> it's like, it like, like tell them tina tell them and, uh, <laughs> you're right you ain't wrong <laughs> and uh but but anyway, it really it was really a it, it was a good day, and the guys took the guys took the game seriously. I mean these these guys are bought in and were that's the inc- difference, man. Incredibly, they've been talking about, but, but Kirby talks about it, and he he mentioned this last week. They somebody asked what is the differentiator of this team, and Kirby said it is this team. Yeah, he said it's the team. <laughs> He's like, and he said it again this week. He said it yeah. is this team, and, and that because he literally they ask him like why are they different and he just sits back and he's like they're doing it themselves he's like we're not doing anything for us and obviously they are but our players and our leaders have stepped up and our guys are bought into what we're doing every every drill in practice matters everything we do matters every team meeting matters every position group meeting matters and these guys are pushing it to the limit and um gosh man we this is if we're if we're firing on all cylinders like this we were talking about it before and and we can we can move on but looking we are the most stable thing in college football the most scares it scares the piss out of me (laughs) it is un unbelievable how stable we are and you look at our you look at our schedule and you look at our record and look at the scores of these games you couldn't if you put all of those last year if we had stuck all of those games and just mixed them all up and just put them on a board, how the how could you figure out which game was which? <laughs> I mean, and just and just put it all up there and said, "Tell me what the who who we played in this game." We you couldn't do it. You couldn't do it because it doesn't it doesn't matter who we play. <laughs> it has there no, none of this matters because our guys are so focused. It, we could be playing UAB or we can be we could be in Jacksonville playing playing Florida, and it doesn't matter. We're gonna they're gonna bring the same intensity yeah. and 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 be the same team no matter what. And it has been so incredible to watch. I don't want to I don't I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves, and I don't want to you know start making this a 
a legendary team before they are legendary. Because, I mean, look, at this point, like, you know, we've accomplished some great things, but, you know, we were talking about it the other day. I mean, it doesn't mean nothing if we don't win the next three ball games. The next three. You got three three games. You basically have a, a play-in to the playoff, and then you get to the playoff, win that first game, and then go to the Natty and, and win in Indianapolis, and you are legendary. And, I mean, you know, tip at the top. I mean, you got some legendary teams that have won SEC championships here, but and that 2017 team was incredible. Made it to the national championship. Now, all this is to say... I, I get a similar feeling to the 2017 team, but it's also, at the same time, it's a much more focused team. And I, I think what 2017 team was a very talented team, had a lot of camaraderie, a lot of good passionate. chemistry. Very passionate. Yes, I think that's, that's, that's a great term for it. But this is a team that's like, this is what we do. This is our business we are in the business of knocking heads and scoring points. <laughs> we in the business of breaking bitches. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is out here. Yeah, I, I, and and it feels like that, but it's also like now you've got. I mean, dare I say, an even higher talent level than 2017, and we have that mentality too. And it and and and, and it all boils down to everybody. All they can do is just complain about a backup quarterback who's. I mean, the dudes and Stetson's got our hey, Stetson's our guy. Like at this point, like get behind him now. Like I don't, I don't give a crap what you think. Like let's go. But anyway, I anyway, I it's 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 crazy. I just I've been trying to wrap my mind around it, and I'm trying to get it, not to get so excited. You and I both are the same way. We're very, we got a lot of. Uh, uh, what, what do you we got a lot of baggage. cautiously optimistic yeah <laughs> we got yeah. a lot of baggage <laughs> that's true I mean, just a lot of stuff weighing us down man and i'm just i'm ready to to, to exercise those demons <laughs> is what i'm ready for well the and, and and i have said this every week we we can enjoy the heck out of this man we have got to just eat this up because this has been it's been it's been fun to like watch my dad get excited and watch my whole family get pumped up about yeah. about this yeah, stuff yeah. and just because my dad, his first year in school was the year after Herschel, <laughs> which is like was it really? Yeah, Eight, what eighty three? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. And so it's like right. just a just kind of kind of stinks, and um, <laughs> it was kind of it was okay for a little while, and then it went all downhill after that. Yeah, it was. Uh, and uh, he might have had he might have had one year of Herschel, but that was but that was it. And um, yeah, but either way, it, it's it's just it's just fun to see everybody getting so excited and i think i think now everybody's focus is like okay we're going to atlanta let's our our, our eyes on the prize but needless to say we are we're going to atlanta but there was a lot of things that happened on saturday that have made the last 72 hours just before we move on can i just one one little thing we we talked briefly about brock bowers and just needs to be talked about for another couple minutes here the dude is and i and i've been trying to wait for an opportunity to come back to this but the dude is one touchdown away from terrence edwards single season touchdown record but he's also already passed leonard pope's career touching <laughs> touchdown record as a tight end oh my god so at university of georgia brock bowers is the tight end career touchdown record holder at, with 10, 10 touchdowns. What he has done this year, I mean, you can talk all you want about what two against Georgia Tech and the one against UAB. Or he might have had two. He had two against UAB, I think, right? I mean, you know, whatever. You can talk about the competition. I don't care. The dude has 
has been incredible, and he's not been talked about enough, and it is a travesty that he's not, not only not a finalist for the John Mackey Award, but he should be winning it, like, I mean, head and shoulders above everybody There shouldn't be any other people in the competition. No competition. No competition. And everybody else is just, it's because they're, it's because they're juniors and seniors. And I I think that's the dumbest thing in the world. Like, the dude is incredible. If anybody's had the chance to watch him and realize how special he is, I mean, the dude is going to go in and not only score against Alabama, but he's also going to blot their ass. Like, the dude is, he does it all. So, anyway, that's a little, little, little <laughs> yes. not even a tangent. I just wanted to rewind for a second because that dude, he deserves his Well, dude. just go back and watch both touchdowns against Tech. I mean, everybody looks oh, at Oh, the, the first one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he just turned on, he turned on the Jets. Everybody else was moving in slow motion. He was moving at two speed. I mean, the guy just... It doesn't even look. It doesn't look right when you watch it at normal speed. How fast he was going, and um, and then it looks like one of those sped up YouTube videos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. The guy was moving, and then you realize you see him running. How fast he's running, and you realize, oh my God, he is too large to be running at that speed. <laughs> he's entirely too large of a person to be going that fast. And then on a second touchdown, to have the touch and the wherewithal to make that catch. And stay in bounds. Yeah. And he jumped, he jumped up and just caught that ball like right at his face. But he he knew he just his control and through that whole play is just incredible. And you're exactly right. He needs. We don't talk about him enough and how special he yeah. is. The dude's a freshman. The dude's yeah. a freshman. We get him for two I'm more not, years. Yeah. It's just. I'm not saying you brushed over it by any means. I just I I felt like he needed a little bit more time because what he has done for us to be. I mean. I mean, Chancey, I mean, how long have we been complaining about tight ends at the University of Georgia? I mean, literally since it's has, has been since, like, I mean, even before Nada. Like, Nada, he really wasn't super productive. Like, and, and I thought he was pretty good tight end. Nothing crazy special. I, mean, I think both the tight ends we have now, we realize how good they are at what they do and how they can both contribute in different ways. But Brock Bowers, I mean, we've seen that. Thornell is a specimen. Dude is huge. Can go up and get it. He's pretty athletic, but I, I, I mean, you know, Bowers is a different kind of animal, and I'm, I'm happy to have both of them on the team. Oh my god, it's it's an incra- it's a crazy tight end room we've got. It's it's uh it's, it's and and you know Fitzpatrick is still a pretty good tight end. I mean, oh yeah, we had it. We had that set. I think it was whenever was it when when Bowers no they had a a, a play. I think it was Kenny Max touchdown. I believe. Where they were all three in on a bunch formation, and Darnell kicked out. Bowers went down the field, like just. I mean, they're all around talents. It's just incredible. Let's. I mean, we are. We don't realize how freaking spoiled we are. I mean, well, maybe we do, but at the same time, I, we we still find things that we can complain about. I guess. But anyway, uh, I, I sorry for 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 kind of backtracking there. No, anytime you want to talk like, about Brock Bowers, I'm always down. Uh, we can dedicate the whole episode to him if you want to. Um, but uh, but we the the stability of our tight end room um, uh, is is phenomenal. But then you look at everybody else in college football right now. If you had told me that our top four, which haven't been announced yet as of the time of this recording are the top four that you thought we were going to have at the beginning of the season, you probably would have uh, been lying because mm-hmm. it's about to get all shook up. And um, fortunately, our game was easy to watch because then Michigan was out there just absolutely manhandling Ohio State. I mean, just whooped up on them. 
and I was yeah. I was flipping back and forth between those games, and every time I flip back over, Michigan's in the red zone, punching punching a touchdown in. I mean, it was just it was crazy, and uh, Ohio State had no answer. I mean, the elements, everything's obviously working in Michigan's favor, but my God, they went in and just took him took him to town you got to be pretty cocky to call your rivalry game the game oh yeah in the first place but i'll be honest man watching that game with the snow that was a classic football game in college football and and it makes you appreciate the fact that we have that this year compared to last year uh but no that was uh it wasn't it was an entertaining game i had the, i had the buckeyes uh which you know kind of sucked but you know to be honest with you i don't really care like the fact that Michigan, I don't, I don't fear Michigan. Like if Ohio State had won that game, and not that I like fear Ohio State, you know, relatively, but I mean, if Ohio State had won that game, I, I feel like they have a, a better chance to beat us than Michigan does. It's a matchup. So, it's a, uh, ma- it's a, it's a matchups is what yeah, we're looking at. Yeah. What? Uh, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, what, what else from last weekend was crazy? I mean, we, we had uh, some. Well, Bedlam. Oklahoma mm-hmm. State beat, beat Oklahoma. Oklahoma's in shambles now. <laughs> I mean, they look. They they've not only lost that game, they lost their coach, they lost several recruits, they lost several players who are currently on the team. Just hopping on into that transfer transfer portal. Norman got nuked. I mean, just <gasps> absolutely. That's nuked. the best way to put it. I mean, it was just yeah, they are obliterated right now. So for if you don't know by this point, Oklahoma's head coach Lincoln Riley. Um, who the Oklahoma fan base was just laughing at everybody saying that their head coach was going to be leaving them. Everybody thought he was going to LSU. Even Saturday night after the game, he's like, let me just stop you right here. I'm not going to be the next head coach at LSU, which is funny because less than 12 hours later, less than that later, he was – he was being named as the head coach for uh, USC, and he's headed to L.A. Um, to go bask in the sunshine. So you got to clarify, I guess, you know, not South Carolina, but right, right. The 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 actually South Carolina has been more relevant than than Southern Cal, um, but Ooh, that's a good point. But um, so it, it's interesting. The talk around town now is is being did did Lincoln Riley chicken out? Did he? skip out of Dodge to avoid the SEC because he was going to be in the SEC either way. And so um, why go why go swim in a pond with a lot of big – a big pond with a lot of big fish when you can swim in a small pond with no fish and uh, or very few fish, to say the least. And Well, uh, I mean, not to mention Southern California. I mean, everybody knows. I mean, that's, that's private school. So, I mean, they don't have to re- release any con- contract details. So – he can go there and get paid, you know, a billion dollars, and nobody's going to know about it. <laughs> and uh, let's let's be honest, I, I I've seen some details where where people have talked about, you know, it's all a little bit of speculation, and I'm sure some people have some very good sources, but people are getting told information that I mean, did, have you seen any of it? Like he's, I, I can't remember what the what the full amount was. I think it was might have been a hundred million. I don't know what the year, what the length of uh, the term of the contract was, but. There was something about they were going to pay $500,000 over asking price for his home in Norman or wherever the hell he lives. They were going to, I don't know, they had some all kinds of ridiculous things that were made it to where, okay, oh, he was going to have like full access to the private jet anytime he wanted for his family. It just was stupid stuff. And you know, a, a school like Southern California can do that. And also a school like USC, 
Like they they've got to do stuff like that because at this point they are so far gone. I mean, you and I both grew up with USC being a powerhouse, and now the days of the Reggie Bushes and the Matt Liner. I mean, they were long gone. But you, but I don't you, blame but them. you look at it too. At the same time, they are long gone. But it, when you do take a step back and you say, okay, which school with the right coach can have the fastest turnaround? Out of all the schools that are out there, you have to put USC pretty high up because their talent pool, because now who else in California, California being one of those top football schools because of how the, the culture over there, how fat, I mean, how quickly he will be able to turn recruiting around. We've got early no, signing he, day. He will. You got he early will. signing day coming up. USC could have one of the top signing classes this like at the, at the drop of a hat. And, and so he will be able to turn around quickly against less competition. Apparently there was a lot of rumblings that, Lincoln was not happy about Oklahoma going to the SEC. He had no input in that. I mean, that was a decision made without him. So he didn't want to go there anyway. I mean, from a from a just practical standpoint, the move makes sense. But he from like from like a you want to see if you got what it takes. I mean, he you can tell he well crap. I mean, if if you want to be the best, beat the best. I don't. I, yeah, I don't get that whatsoever. Uh, but you know, it, go to the Pac-12 and it. And you know what? I don't care. I agree with you. USC is the in the in a prime spot to where it's one of those schools that's got the tradition. It's got the, the, the there's the hotbed of talent around that area. So it's got the very much so the potential to turn around very quickly with the right coach. But it's at the same time it's so far buried and it's in a terrible conference. I just cannot imagine. I mean, why do you think that we are pulling guys like Brock Bowers and Kendall Milton from California right now? Or you know. But there's, a, but there's not a, but there's not a USC. There's not a U, yeah. there's not a USC. Well, there's no there's no there's no relevant team in California. Right, that's what I I'm mean, saying. There's Oregon, so for him, Oregon and Utah are playing in the in the Pac-12 championship. Oh, oh yeah. Well, I'm not saying he I'm not saying I I think he made the right call, but looking at it from he he it's easy to turn something around in a very like like you're saying a a lower tier power five conference i mean he he's going to be able to go in and bring in all the talent suck it all in from yeah. from california i mean all those guys that he had committed to go to oklahoma all just decommitted and they live like 50 miles from the school i mean they're all yeah. going to usc and so yeah. it's it's going to be interesting to watch and so it, it has shaken up because now a lot of the pipeline of those schools like we're talking about us getting bowers and, and those guys, I mean, that's all gonna that that's going to get harder for us to do because a lot of those I guys agree. are going there. It, it it makes sense. I I completely agree that you're talking about a, a a team in a location, no competition around them that he can go in there and be the face of the Pac-12 conference. I just that that conference overall is so far gone. That even if he goes, I don't know, eleven and one, like this is a pretty, pretty, pretty good chance that he's going to be out of the uh, out of the CFP regardless. So even if they like won their conference, and I mean at this point, I mean the Big Twelve was about to be dismantled. So I, I don't know. Anyway, we can get further into this. This is not exactly a you know over overall college football conference, but I mean college football conference, college football podcast. But we are at this point. I mean it's so hard to to ignore all these things that are going on around us. Um and, and one more one more game obviously that we needed to bring up was the was the Iron Bowl, which is extremely relevant to this coming weekend. And at this point, we just watched Alabama pull off a miracle 
against Auburn, which is normally the other way around. Right. You know, normally Auburn's the ones that's got the, I mean, pull a rabbit out of their ass kind of thing, right? <laughs> uh, but at this point, like, what? how in the hell did Auburn lose that football game, Jan? They, you've seen signs of it all season long, or at least the back half of this season, of Auburn's defense being susceptible. Now, you have to give it to Auburn's defense. They have been playing pretty they lackluster. They lights out for they have 99% been playing pretty, of the game. Say, they've been playing pretty lackluster this entire, especially second half of these last few ball games, giving up all these points to um, South Carolina and then Mississippi State. I mean, breaking records for how bad their defense has played in the second halves of these ball games and giving up huge leads. They held one of the per- most prolific offenses in the country to almost a shutout. I mean, it was very close yeah. to being a shutout. You look at the final score of this game, whatever it was, and that is not that all those points were scored in overtime. And so yeah. it was I mean, you have to you have to that that's why everybody was talking about uh Derek Mason getting fired and Bobo not getting fired. Well, Bobo did get fired. Uh, and Derek Mason so far has not been fired, which is very interesting. I <laughs> uh, wonder yeah. if that will last, but either way, um they just all yeah, that that just came out that literally that literally just happened we're recording this monday night. i got a notification yeah yeah and it's i mean it it just happened not too long ago uh auburn the entire game they just they got pressure on bryce young the whole time but that last alabama drive (laughs) that drive that they always get or at least the one that i see (laughs) that they always get and that's they, they just couldn't hold him off that long, and Auburn just couldn't put any points on the board. I mean, you you have you have your backup quarterback limping around on the field, yeah. <laughs> and the guy doesn't know much ab- ab- about football at all, apparently. But the man, <laughs> but he, but they were still able. They they scored a touchdown. I mean, and it'd be interesting to see if if they had Bo Nix, would they have ended up winning this game? Um, which I feel like they would have. But uh, anyway, I. I don't know what to make of it, man. I mean, this we know that Jordan Hare is an, an incredible environment to play in when they are pumped up and going. And that team kept them in that game for most of the for, – for almost the entire game. And so it was a very hostile environment. But I don't know how to – I don't know what to make of all this. Well, I, 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 I tell you, Chancey, um, right now the dogs are favored by six and a half points, uh, which has to be the largest – I mean, surely that's the largest, uh, I guess, number that they have been an underdog, Alabama, uh, in, in, in several years. I, at this point, I am. I, there's a lot of there's. I mean, there's just a lot of question marks because I mean, what they did. I mean, you're right. They scored a lot of points in overtime. Auburn had a chance. They had what one? They had a third and one, right, on their last drive. I see it time and time again, Chancey. This kills me in college football. I mean, the college football situation. There's there's certain things that just grind my gears, but and one of them being, you know, these kickers that can't hit a thirty yard field goal or whatever. Like, you know, the the college football final guys always are like college kicker situation. I mean, it's so true. I mean, it's just like, dude, that's your only job. I mean, like, you surely you can't. I mean, not everybody's a Justin Tucker or anything, but hit a 30-yard field goal, I'm sorry. But anyway, long, long, long story short, one thing that kills me is at the end of the ball game, whenever it's like, okay, we're up by, in this situation, a touchdown, uh, let's just grind it out, punt the ball to them, you know, figure it out. They had one freaking yard, and they would have won this game. And I hate, I mean, like, Auburn, 
you know, I I actually get a lot of joy out of seeing them lose anyway, as as as, as we all do. But one yard, and and you had and you won that ball game, and you chose to play super conservative, and I and that's what I have a problem with is like, dude, you got to realize that, or or if you're in a situation where you're a tie ball game right there, and then in the game, and they just run out of the clock, it's like, dude. I, I know you don't want to make a mistake, but go down and you kick a field goal or something like that. So anyway, long story short, I just hate I hate watching teams just blow it by not getting one single first down. And then, and then you see what, what you were just talking about, a Bryce Young with two very talented receivers around him. And, and across the board, a pretty talented team offensively. But against just not, but against just go down. But against what you but what you're talking about against a defense that isn't a defense they've seen all game. They took the yeah. brakes off. They're playing prevent. Yeah. And and it's just yeah. like, yeah, that's the defense that Bryce Young can have a heyday with. <laughs> he hasn't been able to do anything all game. There's no different yeah. players compared to what's been on the field throughout the entire game. And they changed their defense around and they didn't they didn't bring the house. And Bryce made you pay. And so we literally got the playbook <laughs> on what you do. You get to Bryce. <laughs> and you don't let him get comfortable. And you win you know what's, the game. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's funny is I've noticed that Bryce is not – I thought he was a little bit more mobile than he is. He's definitely more of a pocket passer. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like he's 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 not a he's similar to Tua. I mean, I feel like Tua was still a little bit more of a pocket passer. I mean, Jalen not so much, but I mean they've they've had some guys in the past that have been very similar to him. But he's not a he's he's definitely not a runner first kind of guy. Um, you know, the, Alabama across the board is 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 very talented. It's not the twenty twenty team, and that's I think that's what a lot of people got to get past. I mean, Mac Jones obviously was. I think a lot of people were very surprised to see him start. And I think a lot of people are realizing why he did. I mean, the dude was deadly accurate. He's obviously been very successful, um, you know, in his rookie campaign in New England. Uh, but Mac Jones, you know, was a difference maker in that team. I mean, obviously they had Devontae Smith, Heisman winner. You've got across the board a better receiving core. And now you're looking at a team who has rebuilt more than they reloaded. I think is the best way to put it. And we're so used to seeing Alabama reload time and time again, year after year. And I'm very thankful to see them at this point, you know, struggling to find some of these missing pieces uh, on both all, their offense and their defense, honestly. Well, you're seeing even in the um, even in the uh, little presser that Nick did, Nick Saban did this past week, and get, getting a little out of character, getting mm-hmm. a little fired up, and um, and had me licking my chops. I was like, "Ooh, I like I like it." There's there's a chink in the armor, and yeah, um, yeah, and, exactly. He showed showed a little weakness, and and, uh, and so I was. I was excited to see it, and so either way, just just pretty remarkable stuff. And I will say, after that game, all of college football is just writing them off, just writing them off. So I have some thoughts about that as we'll, we'll get into the uh, we'll get into our, our our preview of that game, which we'll, we'll we'll be doing here soon. So, well, you know, we're kind of already jumped into it here. I no, you're right though. I I think the spread has reflected how people have been you know, somewhat disrespecting that team. I think we saw this past weekend with, with the Michigan-Ohio State game, how things can turn around so quickly. I mean, Michigan lost to a Michigan State team that Ohio State dismantled, absolutely destroyed this past weekend. It's all about matchups. And then Michigan goes in and dominates at home against Ohio State. It's all about matchups. You're right. 
I mean, we watched that game and we saw Ohio State what they did against Michigan State, and we said that's the team we don't want to play. And now they're out of it, and <laughs> that's what's crazy is that you look across the I mean across the board here. Sorry, we'll we'll jump into the to to the preview here in a second, but across the board, I mean, look at the Big Twelve Championship. Oklahoma's not in it for the first time in years. ACC Championship. Clemson's not in it for the first time in years. Ohio State in the Big Ten. Uh, Pac twelve is still pretty relatively normal here, and obviously the SEC Championship as well. But you know, it's just this whole and I mean, you got Cincinnati. Who's actually about to play Houston this weekend? And I'll be honest with you, I would not be surprised if Houston beats them. So it's like, what in the world is about to come down to? And the, I'm very thankful, like you said, the only consistent team this entire year is the Dogs. <laughs> still, still scares the crap out of me. I don't even like saying it. I don't even like talking about it. Well, it's it's almost it's almost that we've been able to sit back and enjoy this crazy season because, and I guess what makes it so crazy is it used to be a lot more like this. There used to be more parity across college yeah. football, and that's what we're seeing. Look, we have yeah. we have 13, or how, how many teams? Is, 13, is it 13 teams in the SEC are bowl eligible? Yeah. It's, <laughs> Sorry, Vanderbilt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's stupid. That's crazy. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and, and it's – we're we're seeing a lot of a lot of really awesome stuff going on, and and it's just fun. <laughs> it I mean I, I hate like you say I hate to talk about it, but it's fun to sit up from the top and just kind of look down and like oh this is cute this is fun <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just look at them dance it's it's great <laughs> and, and it's just yeah. we get to go into these weeks and not have a whole lot of stress and I know that going into this week as the week goes on I'm going to get a lot more stress because that's what I do naturally. But my God, man, as as the year has gone and continued to go, we are the only thing that shows up every week and does the thing that we're expected to do. Yep. And like you say, it's terrifying. And uh, but it so incredible to watch. And I love being this boring <laughs> that we're just well, that, going in and taking people apart. Well, I, I mean, Chancey, you and I talked about it briefly beforehand. Like, you know, I my my son has been sick here lately, and. So I didn't even get to watch, like, not like a, you know, majority of the game by any means, but this past weekend against Georgia Tech, it's just, I was so unbothered by (laughs) us playing them that I didn't even have to watch. Like, normally I'm, like, start to finish watching every second of the game or whatever, like, commercial breaks, I'll go grab a beer or whatever, but it was, it was a little different, you know, had, had, had a little man by myself and he was sick and, and all this and, and you know what, like, that was Obviously, that's my priority regardless. But at the same time, it was like, man, I don't even have to worry about us playing almost anybody. And, and, and I mean, you could have done that against Arkansas when we played Arkansas. <laughs> like, top 10 You could have missed half the game. <laughs> yeah, top 10 matchup at a noon game, you know, the, the, you know, not too long ago, those would have scared the crap out of us, you know, a la, you know, South Carolina 2019. And, and yeah, man, you could have slept through half this year and been like, ah, you know, I don't feel too bad about our dogs, you know. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's stupid, and um, yeah. but like I say, we're, we're we're already in this. So Auburn played Bama hard, and they gave them everything they had. I mean, out in Brian Harson's first year, Harson was about to be there was about to be a statue of Brian Harson in front of <laughs> Jordan Hare Stadium <laughs> if he pulled off the game this past weekend. I mean, it was they were gonna they were gonna give him a contract extension. He was gonna get paid four hundred yeah. million dollars. Yeah. They were gonna give him the keys to the state. It was just gonna be it would it would have been pandemonium. Um, 
hell, Bama would be liable to fire Saban. I mean, just just crazy stuff it would happen. But nonetheless, it didn't happen. But they gave them everything they could they could they could ask for Bama everything they could have asked for this past week. And now we're going into the matchup that everybody anticipated at the beginning of the season, us and Bama. We have known we were going to play in this game for two months. <laughs> Let's just make sure we take a second and say we knew that we were going to be playing this game in October. That is dumb. That is dumb. That is dumb. And um, obviously, well, it's, it's about a month. It's technically only been a month. It's, it's been a month, but it feels like it's been. <laughs> but but like, it feels like. But the, know, the feeling two separate months. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the feeling is yeah. like we feel pretty good that we're going to be playing in Atlanta in two months. Um, let me let me just tell you when I thought, thought had that first had that feeling was probably when did we play Auburn was that the tenth of October I think after the Auburn game when I was like yep like. <laughs> I feel it. I'm not going to say it, but I feel it. Well, and because by Auburn, what you have seen is the same thing. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven weeks in a row. You've seen the same exact thing. By by we get the, by the time we get to the second half, we have broken teams, and we with, just with the, the only exception being the first game of the season. Correct, correct. <laughs> and even in that game, we were down so many offensive weapons, and we were just we didn't know who we were. We didn't have our identity on the offensive side of the ball, but we still dominated that game physically, and we have just dominated every game physically throughout the season. Like you go back and watch that game, we still—I mean, we were just—they couldn't do anything. We were still able to move the ball and do some stuff. We just couldn't put points on the board, but we obviously figured out how to do that because we have put up quite a few. And so, going into this game, we are a little bit unscathed to say that. I mean, we have a lot of injuries that were coming that were. Still hoping that we're going to, and we've talked about some of those already. But from a schedule standpoint, we have been, when we get popped in the mouth at the beginning of the games, we just smother people after that. We just don't give anybody the light of day. And this is, we've just never been in this situation going into Atlanta. I mean, for us, it's usually we've had to do something crazy, had to have that crazy win to pull it off. We needed, and, we needed and somebody else lose. Right. We needed I mean, we needed all the dominoes to fall in place for us yeah. to get the chance to go. Twenty seventeen, even that that beautiful season, we don't really talk about it. We got our tails kicked by Auburn. Like two yeah. weeks before. And, and so it's it, it there, there's a different there's a different vibe going into this game. There's a different mentality going into this game because Bama is in that position. Bama is in the position they have been kicked multiple times, lost a game they were supposed to win, went into a super hostile environment in A&M, lost to a team that has come out to turn out to be pretty pretty average, uh, to say the least, and then goes into Auburn and barely gets by. Needs Auburn to give them everything in the last minute, and they have to take advantage of everything they give them to get through to do that. Auburn really did. They, they wrapped up. That that win for Alabama put a bow on it and handed. Hell, it we them. did that in the national championship game. I mean, it we was did. almost we the did. same exact thing. It was almost the same exact scenario laid out. Ninety nine percent of the game, you lead the ball game to the very last moment, and then you got to go to overtime. But we're we're going into this. We are going into this game in a different mindset, and a lot of people are saying because I'll just I'll I'll, I'll give you my thoughts. We are not going to get the Please. we are not going to get the Bama team that Auburn played. That I just I want to make sure everybody knows that the same there this is not I just feel like we're we're, we're going to get a stronger Bama than what Auburn got. It's just the environment's different, but as we've kind of talked about, Bama may not show up in as many numbers as we thought we did, so it's going to be a lot more hostile environment on our side than it is going to be, which could be 
a game changer. I mean, could really play a major role in this game in a close in a uh, in a uh, dome uh, stadium. It, it's, it's could be could be big. But I just want to make sure everybody understands that we're we're not getting the same team top to bottom. Also, Williams, uh, Alabama's top wide receiver, didn't play the whole game, so he's going to be playing in Atlanta. So we got to make sure we have that in perspective too. Um, so we're putting all that out there. Everybody's saying we haven't played competition. Well, we have played many of the same teams that Bama has played. Yeah. Um, we wiped the floor. Oh, you you want the numbers? Yeah. I'm, go I'm, ahead. I'm, go I'm, ahead. Go I, ahead. I, I literally. I'm sorry. You probably noticed that I was like looking at my uh, computer screen and, and and doing some calculations. You know, I love numbers. Uh, here here's your uh, comparison here. So we got four. Damn it. Pull up the calculator, computer. He can't do them in his head, but he can are, do it. The files are inside the computer. No, I had to have it. You know. Uh, um, so, I, for comparison's sake, you know, Chancy, we got four common opponents. Um, so Alabama has we've we've all played. What we, I think we said them earlier. We we both have played uh, Auburn, uh, Arkansas, Tennessee, and Florida, and between those two, Alabama. Or excuse me, between those four, Alabama has outscored those opponents 149 to 110. Now, we have scored 146 points against those common opponents, so three less than Alabama. Do you know, just off off the top of your head, can you guess how many points we've given up against those opponents? Less than Alabama did. That that is correct, less. And with 17, so half of these points come against against Tennessee, we have given up 34 points. (laughs) I did that math in my head, thirty-four to two, uh, dude. I I'm like I'm think I'm already like I'm I'm starting to I'm just gonna go ahead and drink start drinking tonight and we'll see where the where the week takes. But uh, no, I uh, no I gotta take my son to daycare in the morning. Uh, <laughs> no, I uh, thirty-four points, man, one hundred forty-six to thirty-four versus one hundred forty-nine to one hundred ten, and these are just numbers that you just I mean you know. It's it's tough because I agree with you. I completely agree with you. We are not going to get the Alabama that we saw last week. It's going to be a much more focused team. Obviously, they'll have their top receiving threat back. Our, our friend Caleb, he 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 told us probably several weeks ago that Alabama's offensive line is not near as good as what we think it is, and we saw that against Auburn because you know who didn't do that against us? Auburn. They didn't do it against us, and we have had. To throwing guys, we had our in the first game. Our starting right right guard was out for the year. Got hurt and got was out for the year. At this point, we still have McClendon. He's been the mainstay over there on the right hand side. I I guess Warren is is going to stay at the right guard spot. Uh, SVP has been incredible at the center spot. Uh, Schaefer has been a little shaky in left in left guard. Broderick has played very well with, with Jamari out, and I'm wondering if, you know, Jamari is expected to be back and ready for this game. I'm wondering if, no, so Jamari needs to be left tackle. I love him at left tackle. I think in the NFL he'll be a, a guard. He's built for being a guard, but he is a great offensive lineman. I think he's finally showing that five-star potential and also, I mean, people talking about him being an, an NFL prospect out of high school kind of guy but Broderick maybe needs to move inside and maybe play that right guard spot I don't know if they wrote how much they rotate the the tackles to the inside positions or not uh and I'm sure they do I think they all know every position for the most part um but man across the board 
I just it, the trenches are gonna be where this game is won, and that's how every SEC championship has been won since the SEC championship has existed. Okay, I, and you know that I know that everybody knows that, but man, more than any game we've played in the past decade or more, this is gonna be one of those trenches kind of games where I feel like we have the advantage on both sides, which is scary. Well, and that was going to be my the second half of my point. Sorry, I just No, you know, you 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 led points. me you led me right into it because we're not going to see the Alabama that Auburn saw to a few degrees. Like I said, there was a few missing pieces there. But Bama's not going to have seen this team either. <laughs> so I'm just I mean, gonna, eat, baby. <laughs> just I mean, we're I have confidence right now and and I'm finally at the point I'm I'm a nervous wreck. I mean, it's all starting every time we do this it gets all the emotions going and we usually record this on a Monday and so that really it helps me get going but then I have to I have to live with this all week long and uh and but I have a confidence going into this game that is like you say is terrifying because our guys are playing are are playing very just they're so in sync right now and um I think we've got a we've got a we've got a full game on our hand but I on our hands but I just this is going to be a game that you don't do dumb stuff and you win the game. You don't you don't muff a punt. You don't screw up a fumble a fumble a ball. You don't do stupid stuff. You control the field. You keep them pinned back and you win the yeah. game. I mean that was that was that's that's how we that's how we've done it all season. We keep early on. We keep teams pinned back in their on their side of the field. Even if we don't score on that first drive, we push them all the way back. And then we keep them deep, and then we force a short field, and then we go in for the kill. And that's exactly what we've got to do this whole this whole time. And you see this back half of the season, we're putting these drives together. Our offense is starting to finally click. And, man, we, we've, got wep- we've got weapons on both sides of the ball now. Our offense is starting to look like the offense that we were hoping for at the beginning of the season. Yeah. And um, in terms well, of – One what, guy that we, we haven't – I one I, I forgot it. we were talking about the injury report from Georgia Tech, but I mean one guy that is scary about us not having is Curious. Yeah, which like what does that mean for? I mean, hell, Burton can move inside and and play that slot position. I mean, I'm very confident in that. Uh, Lad Lad is obviously he could play that position as well. Um, are they going to force Pickens onto the field at this point? I mean, or is Curious going to be okay? I don't know. I mean, that's the problem is that, and and I'm thankful that Kirby is this way, but. We really don't know where he's at, and that's okay because that means that Alabama doesn't know. So that's that's the only thing. But, yeah, Kyrus, I forgot about it. I'm, I was going to bring it up earlier, but, yeah, Kyrus is the only uh, injury that I can recall that was kind of big time coming out of that game last weekend. Well, and you and you look at it, too, is if somebody gets injured during that game or, or, or pulls something or, or has to come out, there's no reason for him to go back in. So we're not going to hear. Yeah. We're not going to push the envelope there and see what we need to do uh, and get him back on the field because there's no reason to. So he's he's a big piece. But Bama's got some injuries coming into this game too. So I mean, there's there's a lot across the board. I mean, they still have the Heisman front runner at quarterback. The guy is incredibly talented. The guy can put the ball on the money if you give him yeah. the time to do it. And so for us, if we're able to get pressure on Bryce Young, they're not going to be able to run the ball on us. I mean, that, that's just – they're not going to be able to run effectively. I mean, there might be some opportunities for them to bust a few, but they're not going to be able to control the line of scrimmage when it comes to running the ball unless we just forget what we've been doing all season long. 
And so that's, I mean, unless that happens, which I just don't really foresee, I feel comfortable on that side, but they can, they are the king of explosive plays and those guys getting those yards after catch. And, and we just have got to be able to control that, keep those guys in front of us. But man, if we can get pressure on Bryce, if you're looking at a stat where we've got like four sacks or something like that by the end of this game, and if you can't Dude, see me, I'm just throwing I my am. hands up. I'm like, hey, what else? Yeah. <laughs> what else? What else? Yeah. We going? What else do we expect? Hey, I, at this point, I'm I'm so far. I don't even, I, I don't even care at this point. Like I'm just I feel so good coming in this game, and it scares me. But at the same time, I'm like, let's just keep this momentum going. Let's let's just keep this positive energy going. And you're talking about like if we're gonna get pressure on Bryce, I mean it's going to be a a fact that we get pressure on Bryce. I mean, number forty four, <laughs> dude. This back half of the season, Trayvon Walker has been a freaking animal, man. And that's what's crazy is the the first half. I, I everybody was talking. I thought that he was gonna come in and have just this crazy year. And I mean he's a defensive tackle. I mean, well, excuse me, he's defensive end but and it, this this offense is excuse me this defense is not built for a defensive end to have this incredible kind of year you know and and, and I and he understands that and he's a, more of a role player but what he has done in the past 6 or so games has been incredible 44 41 has been incredible obviously everybody knows 99 95 has been playing his tail off you ever heard of those that <laughs> Jalen Carter, yeah. He should have been the first person I said. No, dude, these guys are going to be hunting heads. And then you think about that behind those guys. You've got number 17 and Quay. And Quay's back there. He's number seven. I mean, dude, and if we get Chris Smith, if Chris Smith is going to be back. Just keep naming them. Just keep naming them. This gets me excited. Just it, keep talking this about This defense it. is just stupid. And Darion, Darion's going to be matched up on Jameson. I think he's going to man up on him the whole time. And if that's the case, then I feel like if we shut him down, Mechie has not been the player this year Mm-mm. that he has been in years past. I'm looking very much so forward to us getting after Bryce Young very quickly. He's not, honestly, he's not even as elusive as Atua, I don't feel like. I thought he was way more of a, a dual threat guy. Well, and I I'm think, very but I think, But him. I think a lot of that, too, plays into their offensive line. Like we were talking about yeah. earlier, if you're if the if the whole thing's collapsing, it's hard to do. It's hard to to, to, to be elusive when you have literally nowhere to go. And so yeah, yeah. I mean, Tua had like four All Americans in front of him, so yeah, that's a little bit different. So, but you're, I think you're right. I, he Bryce can do it. That is just not what he leans to. With Stetson, it's definitely more of a weapon. It's more of something that he utilizes. And it's a something you have to actually plan for. We're not having to plan for Bryce striking for on, on third down. We're, we're not really having to be concerned about that. But man, we send the house after him. We send we send the house all night. All we blitz all night. We blitz all night. <laughs> I love it. And, and because because if we have to make them one dimensional. If you stop the run at the beginning of the game. And don't let them have it, which Auburn was able to do. They Auburn well, made Brian Robinson. Auburn, Auburn, Brian Robinson is is probably going to be out. I think right. I mean, yeah. he's still they he's had, still questionable. They had right. Sanders, I think, was a guy's name number six at Kansas. Yeah, Trey, Trey Sanders. Yeah. He's dude. He's he was a five star prospect. Chose uh chose Bama over us and has not. He's had a lot of injuries. I'm not scared of him whatsoever. They ran. What do they ran run for against Auburn, dude? It was not. It was almost nothing. I'm, I'm looking at it now. I'm looking at it. Crushing, crushing uh, numbers quickly. They, 
Yeah, they they ran for seventy one yards against uh, Auburn. Well, and and you have to look at it too. Right? Ne- <laughs> Bryce Young had negative. That's also including. Neg- that's in- <laughs> I was gonna say so, Bryce Young had negative twenty three yards because of the because of the sacks, and then uh, Robinson had seventy one yards himself, and then Sanders had twenty three yards. So I mean, Robinson averaged four and a four point four yards a carry. He had a he had one one run that really made up the bulk of his almost half of his carries, over half of his carries or his yards. Yeah, 30, 37, 37 yards. Yeah, and yeah. um, so if Auburn can do it, I feel pretty good about us doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, God, it, it's just oh man, and our guys are going to be. How do you feel right now about us, you and I, both sitting here talking about how excited we are about playing Alabama? Like at this point. In years past, I mean, we we and we've got recordings of it. I mean, we've been <laughs> yeah, doing. I can it go since back on this time. laptop and find <laughs> me yeah, crapping myself. Yeah, <laughs> to... yeah I mean, we're just like, uh, like we'll see if we give them a game, kind of thing, you know. <laughs> we're 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 just not. The, I mean, all the stars have a line. I was listening to somebody the other day, and they're like. If Georgia doesn't do it this year, man, it's just like they, they're never going to get it done <laughs> because it's so true. We're just we're, – we're, our guys are so in sync. And that, to me, that's what's giving me the confidence is hearing how the guys – my favorite thing to do after these games and in the week is listening to our players during press conferences when they have to go in and get asked questions because we're talking in a whole different language. Like we're we're speaking in a whole different language compared to everybody else, and and us in years past, we're we're, we're focused on the mission, and we're talking about we're, we're it's you you said earlier it's a it's a business trip, this is this is business this is this is our this is our job this is what we do we're clocking in we're going in we're going to take care of business we're going to clock out and we're going to head back and get ready for the next one, and that's just that's what it's about and they're obviously these guys are excited and they're pumped and they're having such a good time doing it because they've. They've all bought into what our, our our culture and they've created that culture. I mean, and it's that's what's so awesome to see. And we've had so many of these guys come back for this moment. They they saw it at the end of last year. They saw what was coming, and they said, "This is it." They saw uh, all yep. those guys, Jordan Davis, Devontae Wyatt. They looked at each other and said, "This we we know what's about to happen. We know what we can create. Let's do it." And that's where we're, we're looking at the we're looking at their finished product, or what is could be their finished product here soon. And if we can go handle business this weekend the way that we need to, and by just winning this ball game, I don't I don't know what else to say. <laughs> I, I can, hey, let me tell you how I can I can feel your energy through the through the screen here. Uh, is <laughs> I saw there was a. There was a little little bit of spit that came towards the camera there, and I'm like, "Yep, Chancey's in it. He's in his area. He's in his zone, man." I'm, I'm feeling it. I, 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 you're feeling it, and 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 man, I couldn't agree. I couldn't agree more. It is this this team feels different. We've never been this positive. Never, ever, ever against a in my life. Top, nah, nah. This is not what we talk about normally, or how we talk normally. And at this point, like we can't help but but feel so good because this team gives us everything that I mean. I think what you said earlier about how the 2017 team was passion, and it felt like they overcame that talent deficit against an Alabama, you know, for majority of that game because of the passion. It was the Davin Bellamy's and Lorenzo Carter's that like like. Nolan Smith 
and Adam Anderson, I think talent-wise and production-wise, are better players across the board than you know than than uh, Lorenzo and Bellamy were. But you know that's what they were able to do in 2017 was turn that around and and make that passion become their their fuel for that for that team. This team feels like the they they've got the passion, they've got the mentality, they've got the talent level, they've got the coaching. We've got a 6-year head coach at this point. We've got this staff that believes in everybody. I mean, we come in and we think, "Oh, Tennessee's got a chance at home." Like people are all these talking heads are talking and then you got Dan Lanning having this incredible like we've got these key injuries and Brini's not playing well against Tennessee, and Dan Lanning comes up with this freaking incredible scheme on the fly, probably to put Channing in a situation where he can he can get three sacks that game and have a career high in sack total. I things like that, the little things that add up to be big things in this team, have made me become way more a believer. And I think the only thing that anybody can drag down on this team at this point. Is, is is complaining about the quarterback situation and at this point like y'all can shove it is 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 how I I mean like at this point we're going into this game with Stetson Bennett at the helm and we're going to go in and play Alabama and I I, I want to beat the hell out of them. So anyway. <laughs> so true. Oh man. Um and, and here's the thing. Bama if there's a team that we've played all season, Bama's the team that is going to be the most prepared, the most the well the most well coached that's going to come in and show up. I mean, they are built. Bama is built for these these moments. They come in to uh, to a national. Uh, they they know the national stage. They're there all the time. They're there every year. Is there is there a playoff they haven't been in? I mean, it's just all the time they're they're around, and they they know this. They know where we're headed here. But this team. This team doesn't. We we could be, we could be playing at John Mills Academy, and this team would not. They wouldn't care. It would doesn't matter where we're at, who we're playing. They're going to show up and do the same thing, give it the same amount of focus. And if it goes four quarters, it goes four quarters. But I bet you one thing: this team is going to stay on track with with what we're doing and with our game plan and what we're trying to accomplish. And um, I just, oh, man. I've never seen a more focused team. I, I, I think we keep on kind of bringing up these different points that that, that that illustrate what we're trying to say, but this focus that we're, we are seeing, and I know I brought, brought them up earlier, but, like, you know, we've had a ton of distractions here with, with you know, Adam Anderson especially and, and a, a ton of injuries and a lot of adversity. Nylon Green uh, was uh, – arrested was that a week ago um you know there's been a lot of things that have come up and and it's just not easy to overcome that with a team that isn't ready to just turn the page and and figure out what they need to 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 harness their energy onto and i'm at this point this team has just been i've just been so impressed with how our seniors and upperclassmen have handled everything i mean you've got some leadership on the scene that we haven't seen since the 2017 team that we always reference um, you know, we always talk about Roquan. I mean, Roquan was one of those guys who had the talent, all the talent in the world, and he also had the leadership ability. 
And he also had the mentality, and he had the, the mental aspect of it. I mean, he was the QB on the defense, and we've got like 11 of those guys on defense right now. You know, and that's why I just cannot, you know, I mean, you know, you can never have a 11 Roquans. I mean, Roquans on another level. We talk about them all the time. But we've got guys that are all in that same type of player you know, that we have on defense. So I and, and a guy we don't talk about, Lewis Seen. I mean, we don't talk about him enough. Like Seen is also another one of those guys who's just a field general. He's out there, he's directing everybody in, in every play. A, he's he's kind of unsung hero who makes plays in coverage and he comes up and just lays the wood. I don't know, man. I can't I'm I cannot run out of people to talk about in this in this on this team. We didn't have a penalty last week. What? Did you know that? Is that a fact? Did, no. <laughs> like let 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 me just. We didn't have a penalty. Go look it up. <laughs> I believe you. I'm not gonna. I mean, I'm not gonna look it up. I've got a, I've got like 30 tabs already. I don't need another one. <laughs> and, and it's just like to me that that says. I don't know if we've never had a game like that since we've been alive. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it, it, it's man that 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 tells you in this game in a in a rivalry game. Where we don't, we were jokingly sending around the 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 gif of Pickens throwing the tech player into the wall about breaking his neck, and it's like good times. I, I missed that part of this game, but this game was so irrelevant to this team, they just didn't even care, and that's how we were so focused in this game we didn't even get a penalty. <laughs> wasn't a false start, wasn't even an offsides, wasn't nothing. The holding, yeah. we didn't even have to hold yeah. him. To, to, to put up 45 points. So, Kirby even said after the game, they're like, how, do, how, uh, how like, what does that say about this team? And he's like, well, it kind of means we probably weren't aggressive enough. We should have pushed, <laughs> we should have pushed the envelope a little more and all this kind of stuff. And I'm, I'm like, man, we're, we're, we're just, we're oh, firing hey, on a different level right now. Ne- never satisfied. <laughs> and that's how you become elite. And that's what he's, I, you know, Kirby has a lot of mantras that he goes by, a lot of these these mottos and slogans or whatever. Uh, and and dude, like, I think people have slowly but surely realized that the dude just believes and lives by them. It's not just like these things that he shoots that he, you know, spouts out at the uh, the, the press conferences. Like the dude, these are things that he is believes in uh, to the core. And the players I think believe in it. Yeah, and it it it, it just yeah, it's it's incredible. And I just at this point, I just got so much confidence in, in in him and and in our players to to be able to 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 live out what what he's saying. The word the word they've been saying, and this is kind of how I'll wrap it up. The word that they have been saying the last three weeks is ascending. That's been the word that has been that has been that all the players are saying. The word that Kirby's been saying. We are ascending. We are ascending at the right time, and their focus is ascending. And uh, that's where we've that's that's what's happening right now. And man, if we maintain this ascension, <laughs> I'm looking forward to our conversation next week. <laughs> hey, we're not a you and I. We're 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 not ones to get ahead of ourselves. We really aren't. We're not. Our, this is very unlike us to talk like this. But man, yeah, it's just keep doing, keep chopping, baby. I mean, I don't care if it's the 2017 motto or whatever. You know, we're keep chopping. Let me, let me back up real quick to this past weekend. I think the most important thing, and we basically have touched on this, but uh, you know, it's it's something that needs to be hammered home, is that 
the most important thing that happened last weekend in the uh, college football landscape and for us directly it wasn't a 45 or nothing Georgia Tech win. It was the fact that Alabama played in a very long and tough and four-overtime game against Auburn that beat the crap out of them. You know, coming in, beat up, uh, knowing that they're vulnerable, not believing that they are invincible. Like, we've seen some of these Alabama teams in the past, and that is the most important thing. And that is what we, I mean, you and I and, and, and our friends Caleb and Tyler were talking about like that's what we were texting about. Like this is the, the the best thing we can do that can happen in this game is that it goes very long and they continue to hit each other. And it's hey, this is it's not a contact sport. It's a collision sport. All right. It's very important that we came into this game having a scrimmage against Georgia Tech and Alabama just played probably their toughest game of the year. Mm-hmm. You know, not 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 in terms of of the talent level, but. They just played a rivalry game against a team that hates them. It's always going to play them hard, and they got beat up, and it's great. I mean, it, hey, I'm, I'm I need to stop talking about all these positive things, like, <laughs> but that is, I feel like that is just so important. That is the most important thing coming in this game. Well, and, and like I said earlier, we have to remember we are going to play Alabama. Like this is they're, they're they are Alabama. They may they may not be the same Alabama. They're a different Alabama. You can say whatever you want to. We are still playing a Nick Saban coach team, and I don't know if you know this, but over the last ten years or so, the guy has done a pretty good job. And so we have to go into this, and our guys are focused on it. But we have to understand this because this very well could be the hardest game that this will more this will be the hardest game we've played all season. And yeah. with all the outside factors coming in, all eyes are going to be on Atlanta. Um, because this is uh, this this determines it. We there's a good th- this is not exactly there's a good chance that we still get into the playoff if we don't win this game. But man, we got to win this game. We just got to win this game. So yeah, I could talk all night. I've never said more. I never last year if you told me that leading into what would be the SEC championship game that I would have said all of the things that I just said. Um, I would have called but you. You did what, it. It's it, it's going to be on the it's going to be on the uh, interwebs right here and 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 probably twenty four hours. I would have called you a liar. So uh, <laughs> so anyway, it's um, but man, I, I'm just excited and, and I'm ha- I have enjoyed this year so much so far. This regular season has been incredible. We're twelve and 0, first time since eighty two. We hadn't even we haven't I mean, hadn't even said how remarkable that is. I mean we've we've won. hey we're trying to stay focused. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I'm saying. We're we're focused on the prize, and so um. I've been thankful we've been able to to do this all season, and um, and so I'm ready to I'm ready to get up there and, and make this happen. Man, let's do it. I uh, coming into the week we've got sorry I I had it pulled up and I closed out the app, but we had the number two team lose and the number five team beat them. I'm expecting Michigan to jump up in that either two or that three uh, spot, maybe jumping Alabama and Cincinnati. Cincinnati's the only other undefeated team in college football than us. Uh, UTSA, uh, Texas San Antonio, if you don't know about the uh, Roadrunners. Uh, they they were the, they were undefeated. They lost to freaking North Texas, man. So, anyway, uh, that's – hey, that's – I watch a lot of college football, man. And so, <laughs> this is, these are the things that I know. But anyway, uh, this is all going to shake out kind of crazy. But regardless, go in, win this game, and we are in as in can be. So it doesn't matter. But uh, Chance, what are your – do you have any closing thoughts or do you want to just jump into uh, jump into what your plans are for the game? My closing thoughts are I am so thankful I am not anyone else in college football right now. 
is uh, yeah. is I love where our team is at uh, right now. I'm checking, looking at my phone just to see if LSU has made it official that uh, Brian Kelly is going to be the head coach at LSU, which I I'm still not wrapping my head around that, um, but. I am just so thankful where we're at. I'm thankful for the trajectory Kirby has us on. I'm hoping this is the start of something incredibly special, but we got the the road to our success goes through Atlanta and we got to finish it all. Yeah. Get after Brian or Brian. Get after Bryce Young. Just attack him, attack him, attack him, attack him. That is the game plan. Attack Bryce Young. Do that. Yeah. We win the Yeah, I'm uh I'm with you on that. I think that's a very very uh much so a key factor in this game and I'll also point out that if we can control the line of scrimmage on both sides I, like i said i think we got the advantage on both sides and i think if we can do that we're putting ourselves in a very good position also we need number four to play his tail off and i think he will he played well against them last year uh and then also i mean let's 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 be real 88 95 99 44 number four all them just boys just name them again just keep naming them i just like it when you hey, call their numbers i don't even it's just it's incredible the wealth of talent and just the focus man the mentality and these are we got dogs we got real real dogs on this defensive line so i'm uh i'm looking forward to the whole thing man and at, at this point you and i will both be there and, and and honestly i had thought at some point that maybe i wouldn't try to go if we made it that was stupid uh <laughs> but but because I mean, I've been to every game that we played in besides the Peach Bowl uh, this past year uh, that we played in the Mercedes-Benz since 2017 against Auburn, and uh, not not exactly the best record. Uh, but you know what? What like I'm gonna get past this superstition thing. I have no effect except for my lungs being able to pump up the uh, Georgia defense. So I'm yeah, man. I'm I'll be there. I'm we'll probably be cracking a Miller light about seven o'clock. Well, I thought about just going ahead, like say on Monday, this Monday night, I thought about just waking up early in the morning and just driving to Mercedes and just sitting in my car in the parking lot. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. <laughs> I'm here for the game. Do you have a permit? <laughs> I'm here for the game on Saturday. Um, I, I mean, honestly, I, I'm, I'm as bad as much, I'm as, uh, I'm as bad as much use up there as I am down here this week, and so. Um, but I'm just I'm pumped up. I'm looking forward. We we'll get to we we'll get to meet up on Saturday, or we'll try to get up there Friday night. Uh, make the drive up Friday afternoon, and uh, just just enjoy it. Um, we've normally we we normally we go up Saturday morning, but we're like you know what we're gonna get the whole the whole experience and just uh, and, and and soak it all in. So I'm pretty pumped, and uh, man, I'm 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 glad we've been doing this and. Uh, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a fun weekend. I uh, I want to. I haven't mentioned this to anybody, but so we're, we're gonna be tailgating in the. Uh, we we got a crew that's gonna be coming from Athens. Uh, I don't, are you gonna be tailgating in the same spot? You were kind of up on that kind of overpass area. Yeah, we were close to um, whatever the arena is now. Is it still State Farm? What is it now? Something else. I don't know what it is, but the, where they play basketball. Super irrelevant. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and. Uh, as far as I know, we're going to be there, but that may change. Okay, well, we're uh, we're going to be in the the Home Depot backyard area, and uh, we got a group of twenty or so of us that are going to be tailgating and going to be there loud and proud and early and all that. But uh, one thing I I hadn't told anybody this, but we were 
I was kind of thinking I'd love, love to find a, I don't know if I can get somebody to make this custom for me, but I want a flag that just says you're either, you're elite or you're not. <laughs> it's, it's what I, I just want to fly that. It's just like at our tailgate. And that's, uh, that's how I feel right now. It's like you either, you either nut up or you shut up, right? I mean, you know, let's, that's us. We're that's here. That's us this week. Yes. Yeah. Nut up or shut yeah. up. We're elite or we're not. Well, man, uh, looking forward to it. And, uh, uh, Try to try to do as well as you can this week, but we know where our mind's at. I don't, man. It's tough. I, I well, I, we did get our Christmas tree today, so that's there's that. Merry Christmas, <laughs> go dogs! Merry Christmas. All right, brother. I know we're we're running late here, and uh, hey, go dogs! And uh, I'll see you. I'll see you on Saturday. Dogs on top. See you in Atlanta. Ooh.